Welcome to Mama D's Italian Kitchen. You guys look really hungry. Here's some fresh bread and some ice water. My name is Joey. What's yours? Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey everyone, uh, we are continuing on with our theme in March on creating money. Uh, the secrets that we talk about this month will help you make more money than you ever have, if that's the sort of thing you want. And uh, I'm really excited about today's secret for an awesome life. But before we get into the episode, I want to remind you, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would appreciate it if you went on to iTunes and left me a star review. It can be any stars you think that I deserve, but I have a goal to get to 250 reviews by the start of summer. And last time I checked, I was just shy of 140 reviews. So if you have a moment and if you use iTunes, go to my show on iTunes, scroll down to the bottom and tap either one, two, three, four, or five stars to give me a uh, review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. And now episode 67, Creating Value. I had just gotten home from serving a mission for my church. I spent two years in Canada and I was 21 back in California with no money, no job experience, but I was looking to become a waiter at a very successful restaurant. Luck would have it that a friend of mine from high school called me up and said, Joey, I found a restaurant in Newport Beach, California, and they are hiring waiters who have no experience. You got to come on down. I went down and I interviewed with several managers and I found out that this restaurant was a brand new restaurant in Newport Beach and the service they were going to provide was going to be phenomenal. I mean, these people had a crazy view on building relationships with their customers that was just unlike anything I had ever heard of. They emphasized values and connection and service. And having just served a mission, all those things were right up my alley. They hired me and I went to work before they even opened, helping to paint the walls and hang cabinets and get the restaurant ready to open. On opening day, we had 14 servers on. The owner was sure that we would be slammed, that we would just be crazy busy starting from day one. On the first day, we had two tables come in, two groups of people come in to eat. Now, all of us were still having a really, really good time. We had built this connection with each other. We were out on the, on the street outside the restaurant, giving free breadsticks to people in cars that were, as they were passing by. And we were having a great, great time. One person, however, wasn't. She used to wait tables at a more established chain restaurant. And she took the first table. And when the second table came in, she also demanded the second table as well. 
I remember her going up to the owner and saying, look, I left a good job at this other restaurant to come here. I need to make money. I want this table. And the owner looked at her and said, you're fired and fired her right on the spot. Now, the rest of us were a little shocked, but mostly grateful. This waitress was not embodying the service first mentality that we were all trained to pursue. I mean, this place really was focused on service. We had steps to follow for every table. For example, when people sat down, we had to have fresh bread on their table in 15 seconds. They had to be greeted within 30 seconds, and they had to have their drinks within 60 seconds of them sitting down. Also, we were trained to get everybody's name at the table so we can be on a first name basis with the families that came in. I worked there for several years, and it was a slow burn, but eventually this restaurant got busy. Like, really, really busy. And it got popular. And it got noticed. In fact, eventually, Mama D's Italian Kitchen in Newport Beach became number eight on Yelp in the entire country for delicious food, but more importantly, outstanding service. I made a lot of money in the three to four hours a night I would work at the restaurant waiting tables, and I fully, fully enjoyed my time there. But then one day, I had to move, and I moved, and I decided to work for another Italian restaurant that was a very popular chain restaurant that shall not be named, and I worked there for one year. They did not put an emphasis on service or uh, creating value for their customers. Uh, At least I never saw it anywhere. If you wanted to do that, that was just straight up on you as a server. But as a whole, the servers who worked at this restaurant were not focused on creating value. They were focused on making money. One night, I was partnered with another waiter to take care of a large party that came in. I immediately set to work doing what I always did, even at this restaurant, to get them fresh breadsticks as quickly as I possibly could. The other waiter, who was my partner on this table, looked at me and said, what are you doing? Don't give them bread. And I said, they're hungry. I'm going to give them some bread. And he said, no, if you give them bread, they won't be as hungry when they order. That means they probably won't order appetizers, which means that their bill is going to be less. And if their bill is less, they're going to tip us less. I looked at him with two big baskets of breadsticks in hand. And I said, just try to stop me, bro. And I went and I gave them breadsticks. I didn't work there for very long because frankly, I just couldn't stand the atmosphere. And a couple years after I left, that very popular chain restaurant had to close down that location. But Mama D's Italian Kitchen is still rocking after being open for nearly 20 years. And they've opened a second location. And I know the waiters at both Mama D's are making way more money than any server at that Italian chain restaurant that shall not be named. All right, guys, that, that is a true story, all right? That, that was me. Uh, I worked at both of those restaurants. And we're going to talk about today creating value. And I got Ben on with me. What's up, Ben? What's up, Joey? Hey. Uh, I actually took Ben to Mama D's Italian Kitchen in Newport Beach, and we had the food together. Ben, what'd you think? 
It was so dang good. Um, I shared a picture. Did I? Maybe I didn't share it. Maybe we totally should. But remember the day after when we're eating our leftovers? Oh, yeah. Like Joey and I both opened up our little leftover carton and licked that thing clean. It was so good. <laughs> so good. If you're ever down in Orange County, uh, eat at Mama D's Italian Kitchen in Newport Beach. I helped paint the walls in there, FYI, 20 years ago or whatever. That's right. <laughs> okay. That was the one part of the restaurant I didn't care for. I, I hate you, Ben. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, guys, that story should teach you that before you can create money, you need to create value. Now, I wasn't aware of it at the time, but what Mama D's was actually doing was one of the five laws of stratospheric success as taught in one of my favorite books, The Go-Giver. And Ben, I, I think you like it too, right? Yeah, I really like it. it. You kept talking about it for like a year and I finally read it and I was like, dang, that's it's good. 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 And the principles apply to parents, teenagers. Just business owner human being who wants to provide value in the world. Yeah, it, it's such a great book. So uh, it's the, the they have five laws, but today we're talking about the first law, which is the law of value, and it's actually our secret for an awesome life today. And here it is, straight from the book: Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Now. Uh, a, a little side note here. <laughs> when they say true worth, they're not talking about your self-worth. Yeah, they're talking like about a business. Like as a business, your worth is determined by how much more you give than how much more you take. Exactly. And I, I think we can all agree that there are some businesses out there that take a lot and they don't really give anything back. And so that is important to distinguish as a human being, your self-worth is unlimited. Like it's it is incredible. Yeah. infinite. And you can be a bum on the couch that does absolutely nothing but like take, 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 and your self-worth is still infinite. And you could be like out there donating to charities and orphanages and all the great things and your self-worth is still infinite. So th that little subtle distinction but it is important to kind of make this correlation. Your happiness with yourself will go hand in hand with your ability to serve and bring value into the lives of others. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and because this month we're specifically talking about creating money, we're going to first talk about this from more of that making money standpoint, right? So yeah. they say your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. And they say in the book that most people get it backwards and I'll elaborate. They say most people go, all right, if I'm providing $100 worth of service, then I should charge at least $100. And it seems like that would make sense, right? Like if, if I'm doing that, then they should pay me that because that's what it's worth, man. But this book says that's not how it's done. They say, if you provide $100 worth of service, then you should take less in payment. I don't know, $50, $75, $25, whatever. They say that is a real measurement of worth in whatever endeavor you're uh, going about in to try to make money. Th did I explain that well, Ben? Well, it's kind of a confusing principle on its own. So no, I didn't. I <laughs> no, you, but no, you did great. But like, even the main character in the book, when he heard that, he's like, 
that sounds like a terrible business practice. Like yeah, a recipe for bankruptcy, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. And the thing that like you couldn't just like I don't know, you used the example the other night, like you wouldn't give someone a hundred dollar bill in exchange for a twenty dollar bill. Yeah. Like, that's just bad business. But you could give them a hundred dollars worth of value in exchange for twenty dollars. Yeah. Well, th- like think about Mama D's, right? So in that story, I-, I talked about a very true thing that Mama D's does. When you sit down, you'll have bread at your table within 15 seconds. A waiter or somebody else, if the waiter is busy, will greet you within 30 and you will have drinks within 60 seconds. That's that's crazy good service. I've been at, to restaurants after that. And it bugs me when I'm like, nobody said hi to me. And we've been here for five minutes and I don't have any food and I'm starving. Oh my goodness. And that that's worth a lot. They don't charge you for that. They don't go, hey, well, because, because we're giving you this great service, uh, there's an extra fee, a, a good service fee that we're going to have you pay or pay just to sit down. They don't do any of that. They just give that value. Yeah. And I would say, like, don't get hung up on the cost of the breadsticks. The breadsticks, they cost however much they cost to make. But other places, like the restaurant that shall not be named, gives away breadsticks, but it's the service that adds the value. Like, yeah. no, you're going to have it this fast. And when we were at Mama D's, I can't remember how many, like as soon as we were almost done with our breadsticks, there were more breadsticks on our <laughs> table. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, don't go eat there if you are trying to lose weight though. Just No, do, do not. No, it's not <laughs> a diet uh, friendly food whatsoever. So Ben, why does this work? This whole law of value, what makes it tick? Well, I think... One of the things that gets people hung up is the money. They focus more on the money than they do the value. And I'll just share an example. There was one time when I was a teenager, uh, growing up on a farm in South Jordan, and we all had hay fields around us. And we had a hay field at our house, and my neighbors across the street, they had a big hay field. And I remember one time looking out the window, and they're hauling hay as fast as they can, And there's these dark, menacing clouds coming over the mountains. And so I just grabbed a jacket. I ran over. I didn't even ask, like, hey, what can I do to help? I just started throwing hay up there. Because as a farmer, I knew if this hay gets wet, it will mold and it will be worthless. And so I was working frantically. We loaded all the hay. It took us, like, three or four trips We'd go and load it into the barn. Like, no one was like, oh, hey, Ben's here. Thanks. No, like, we were just working. And afterwards, the farmer, he's like, hey, thank you. Here's 10 bucks, which back when I was a kid, like, 10 bucks, that was was a lot, man. It was a lot. It was pretty good. Triple minimum wage, right? (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, like, we worked less than an hour. We were busting our butts. And I, as an adult now, looking back, I helped save that man probably thousands of dollars. I, I provided a huge service and he was just so grateful. Like, here, man, here's 10 bucks. Which, side note, my parents made me return. They're like, oh, oh, parents. But there, there's a law at the end <laughs> that I wish I would have understood. It's important to be able to receive as well. But the focus was not on the money. The focus was on the value. Mm. And when value is created, value is returned. And as teenagers, like 
you want to create value in the hopes of getting money in return. Yeah, when you're seeking to make money, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. when you're seeking, there, there's totally give service for service sake, and don't expect anything in return. Both Ben and I do that. I, I assume Ben does that on a regular basis. I try to serve as well, and don't ask for anything in return. But remember, we're talking about making money this month. So, in whatever endeavor you're going about um, this month, remember, I challenged you guys last week to make more money this month than. You made last month. If you made zero last month, you got to make more than that. If you made $1,000 last month, make more than that. In your endeavor to make money or create money in your life, we want you today, right now, to start thinking about what value can I give or put out in the world or give the people I'm trying to serve. For example, I think this works, this whole principle, the law of value, because Ben did that amazing thing for his neighbor, right? His neighbor gave him $10, which I think would have been a great lesson as a parent to be like, look, you provide a value and, and they're paying you. That's a great lesson. It's also, I think his parents were trying to teach him more of a serve without asking for anything in return lesson. Both of them are great lessons, right? If Ben would have kept that $10, then he would have had $10. But either way, that neighbor, knows that Ben is a hard worker and Ben is a strong worker. He now knows things about Ben and that's going to spread. And the more Ben does things like that, the more people know that Ben is a hard worker. And potentially one day when someone says, oh man, I need to hire a farmhand or something of that nature, the guy's going to say, dude, you need Ben. Ben is on it. He, he's a hard worker. He's strong as an ox. And then you have the potential to make more money. Yeah. My nickname back when I used to do construction work, they're like, hey, call the human forklift because I was really strong. Uh, Real quick, other story. One time I got hired to take care of a couple dozen horses at this fancy place for a few days. And I realized, man, their stables are disgusting. Mm. And I had nothing better to do. So I just mucked them out. And I can't remember how much. I think they were going to pay me $100 for the week, which back then, like, that was pretty good. And I went through, I mucked out all the stables. Like, I left that place better afterwards than it was when I had gotten there. And they paid me an additional $400. And I was their go-to. Like, anytime they needed someone to feed the horses, do all of that, I was their go-to. And because I had done all that hard work leading up to it, I didn't have to work that hard all the subsequent times, but they paid me $250 every time. And that was one lesson that my dad taught me because I was over there just doing the bare minimum, taking care of the horses. And for some reason I couldn't drive. And he's like, we got to clean out these stalls. And so we did that and just really like the money is a poor measurement of value because what you do for one person could be way more valuable in their mind than it was in your mind. And so that's why I love the example of Mama D's. You can't control, like some people go into Mama D's and they're like, these breadsticks are terrible. They don't value the, hey man, we got breadsticks on your table in 15 seconds. But Mama D's, they can't control that. And they're just going to focus on what they can control, which is, no, we're going to solve this hunger problem right now. And here's how we're going to do it. And so just you as a teenager, be willing to give value. I promise it'll come back to you. 
Yeah. Here's two ways you can apply this law, right? Of how to create value. First, if you're an employee, some of you teens or young adults, college students, right? Um, you have jobs and you're working for, for somebody. Get rid of the mindset that you're going to go and you're going to do whatever the bare minimum is so you can get your minimum wage and then get out and you don't want to do any more, right? That kind of mindset is counter to this law of value. Whenever I've showed up to any job, I'm always like, well, what can I do? How can I make this better? And I'm not looking for bonuses or extra pay or whatnot. I'm looking to just give value in the world. That has always led to raises or promotions or or other opportunities, great opportunities. But that's not what my focus is. My focus is just how can I add more value here? The second way to do this is maybe some of you guys aren't working. Maybe you're not of legal working age of uh, in whatever state you're in, or maybe you don't want to work, you know, at a subway or whatever, uh, you can do this in a more of an entrepreneurial sense where an, an example we came up with this week was uh, it, it, uh, giant snowstorms have hit most of the, the country at this, uh, you know, this week, it's uh, beginning of March right now. And a lot of people probably needed the driveway shoveled. If you wanted to find a way to create value for people, Go out there with a shovel and take an hour or two and just shovel people's driveways just from their garage to the street. And you just go and just just shovel them. And then if you wanted to, you could leave a little note for people on their door and say, hey, my name is Joey. Uh, I wanted to just take care of the snow in your driveway. Uh, I'm doing this for free. If you would like to pay me, I'm trying to raise money for this, that, and the other thing, or I'm, I'm looking for a way to make money. If you would like to pay me, here's my Venmo or my parents' Venmo or something and pay me whatever it was worth to you. That would be an example of providing value first. And some people probably wouldn't pay you at all. They just go, oh, well, thanks so much or whatever. But other people are going to be like, wow, that was, that was important to me. And then they'll pay you either what it's worth or maybe even more. Yeah. And I would just trust... The people that pay you, pay you because they can. And the people who yeah. don't pay you, pay you because they can't. And that's okay. Yeah. And we just serve. Uh, Joey, I wanted to just kind of give an idea of how we both do this in our lives. Mm-hmm. We have people who, for whatever reason, cannot afford to work with us. We both give insane amounts of value by teaching what we teach in our one-on-one, in our group programs, here for free, on the podcast. Yep. We just want to give value to the world in hopes that that value will inspire people to improve their lives. And guess what? If you need a little bit more help than what you're getting for free, you'll know exactly where to come. But we're not expecting anything out of our listeners. We just want to serve because that's what we do. So I just wanted to throw that idea. Man, could you imagine if a teenager had a podcast, by the way? Oh, I, I know some that do. That it, it would be incredible. Giving value, whether it's entertainment or advice or anything like that, that would be incredible. Um, so I want to end here. This secret for an awesome life could also be applied to making friends, right? So, so now take money out of it for now. Think about your relationships with your friends. Are you taking more than you are giving in value? Are you expecting more from them? Are, are you uh, either uh, d- demanding uh, from them or expecting them to, to text you back you know, uh, quickly or to be there for things and 
And maybe you're not there for them in that same way. Uh, I just spent a weekend with a really good, uh, a couple of really good friends of mine um, up on a snowboarding trip. And I remember just the whole weekend, uh, my best friend, he's been my best friend for like 17 years. He um, was always like, hey, I'll sit in back. You, you can ride shoddy, right? You know, take shotgun or whatnot. And he's always like, oh, hey, you order first. You do this. And he was always putting me first. And I really just appreciated that. And I was like, man, how can I do that more for him? And so I remember on the way to the airport, I'm like, no, dude, you take shotgun. I'm, I, I'm sick of you letting me ride. Sh- I want you to sit shotgun. And he's like, oh, well, thanks so much. You know, and he sat there and I, it just really strengthened my relationship with him. So kind of take that moment or take a moment to check and see, you know, how you can apply this to the relationships in your life. Yeah. And I see this a lot with like dating age teenagers. I just mm-hmm. coached a young man who was on a date um, they had kissed on the first date and he had Whoa. this expectation, like, man, this next date, she likes me. I like her. And for whatever reason, the girl decided, yeah, I don't want to kiss. I kind of want to slow things down and always wise. <laughs> yeah. Always just take your time guys. But seriously, when you go into something with an expectation of the other person, if they don't meet your expectation, you're now at their mercy, like you're their sidekick. The thing that I would recommend is go into friendships, go into relationships, just being who you want to be. Be the best version of yourself. Serve, be kind, be considerate, be thoughtful without any expectation that they reciprocate or that they return the favor. You can always have boundaries. Like if I went out to dinner with Joey all the time and Joey always made me pay. Like, yeah, I'm willing to pay. But if I'm always having to pay and he starts like taking more than I can afford to give him, yeah, I'm probably going <laughs> to stop going out to dinner with Joey anymore. Yeah. So just like have this balance, offering ba- value and always having boundaries to protect yourself. Nice. So we challenge you, listeners, create more value in your life with your friends even with your family, and especially in the way that you're trying to make money. If you're one of the ones who took the the challenge and you're trying to make more money, how can you provide value first? Don't even worry about making money. How can you provide more value in the area that you're seeking to create money in? And I promise you, the money will come. Are you a teen who wants to make more money? You can. Do you need help believing it so you can take the necessary actions to do it? This month in the Firmly Founded Teen, we will be talking all about improving the mindset around creating money. Teens can be making so much more money than they are right now. Yes, even you. So teens, grab your parent or parents, grab your teen and head over to firmlyfounded.com teen to sign up and start getting the mental resilience training you need to build the life you want.